0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, November 1st, brought to you by Agri AgriFinance. Good morning, I'm Jeff Downley. Here's today's headlines. Dems and GOP decry Oakland export barriers. Lawmakers questioning USDA. Democrats hope to boost ag exports out of Oakland. Several Northern California representatives traveled to the Port of Oakland yesterday that to discuss shipping issues with Federal Maritime Commission Chair Daniel Maffey and agriculture leaders. Representative Barbara Lee saluted a $36 million federal transportation grant to rehabilitate the aging port and invest in green infrastructure. Others aligned with industry concerns over delayed shipments. It's completely unacceptable how California agriculture is being treated in regard to getting their product to their customers, said Representative Mike Thompson, who pledged to work with USDA and others to improve the situation. When California agriculture wants to export, gee, there's no space available, said representative John Garimandi. Yes, that ship probably has 50 to 70% of the containers empty when it leaves port. Referencing his background as a third generation family farmer, Representative Jim Costa argued that the country takes food production for granted as a national security issue. Maffei applauded the lawmakers for passing legislation to give the commission real teeth to enforce its duties. Republicans raised concern over raising Oakland Terminal. Lawmakers are raising fresh concerns over plans by the city of Oakland to tear down a terminal at the port of Oakland to build a new baseball stadium. While Oakland is determined to keep the A's from moving to Las Vegas, the port is also key for California's ag exports. Representative Doug LaMaffa of California and 10 other lawmakers sent a letter to Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg to oppose Oakland's application for a federal grant that would continue to the loss of the Howard Terminal at the port. A new stadium for the A's would be a fine thing, but its placement is important, LaMaffa said. There are too many unknowns that need to be addressed before federal money can be green lit for this project. Republicans setting the stage for tougher USDA oversight. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack's getting hit with demands from key congressional Republicans to justify USDA's funding priorities. The demands make it clear that Republicans intend to ramp up oversight of the department should they get control of one or both chambers in the midterm elections. Four GOP members of the House Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee including ranking member Andy Harris of Maryland and Representative Dan Newhouse of Washington, are demanding information on how USDA is running the $3.5 billion partnership for Climate Smart Commodities Program. The House Republicans say in their letter to Vilsack, we are dismayed at the lack of transparency and congressional consultation throughout the development of this process. In no way can $3.5 billion be considered a pilot program, and there must be direct congressional involvement before a program of this magnitude is implemented, they, again, they say in the letter. Now, in the Senate, the top Republican of the Senate Ag Committee, John Bozeman of Arkansas, he's asking USDA to explain how it spent $11 billion in pandemic assistance Congress provided through the fiscal 21 spending bill. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. We'll have more Agripulse Daybreak West next. When you work with Robo AgriFinance, you get the global knowledge and financial strength of one of the world's largest and most innovative food and ag lenders. Tools essential to realizing your aspirations. Discover how an unmatched network of local and sector experts can help you confront agriculture's challenges and seize the opportunities that lie ahead. Learn more and contact us at www.raboag.com. Creating value, connecting vision. Rabo AgriFinance. Welcome back to Agripulse Daybreak West. TFI hits proposed regs on accidental chemical releases. The fertilizer industry is pushing back on proposed EPA regulatory changes aimed at preventing accidental chemical releases. The Fertilizer Institute says the proposal is overly broad in particular the group is raising questions about a proposal that facilities regulated under the risk management program or rmp take into consideration external events because of the increase in extreme weather that has been linked to climate change if that provision is finalized epa will have to provide guidance on how facilities should account for climate change tfi says in comments to the agency by the way other groups don't think EPA is going far enough, and they're urging the agency to add ammonium nitrate fertilizer to the list of chemicals coded under the RMP. TFI says ammonium nitrate is a valuable fertilizer, and EPA should coordinate with other federal agencies to determine whether further regulation is needed rather than adding it to the RMP. Crime getting top rule play heading toward election. According to the Democratic Aligned One Country Project's quarterly media analysis, crime is getting more coverage in rural news outlets than in national media. In fact, crime is the top issue for rural coverage, according to the analysis. Schools and abortion are also getting more play in rural outlets than in national outlets. Crime also is leading rural news coverage in two battleground states, both Pennsylvania and Wisconsin, and also is a top issue in Arizona and North Carolina. One Country Project founder and former North Dakota Democrat Senator Heidi Heitkamp says... The conversations in rural America continue to focus on the economy and the resurrection of the job market. But she also says issues regarding abortion, crime, and energy are driving rural voters to the polls to elect candidates who reflect their values. Well, here's today's He Said It. The truth is that electric vehicles aren't a reliable option for everyone. Nor are they affordable, nor can it be presumed that people even want them. That Representative Doug LaMalta, a California Republican, serving on the House Ag Committee and offering those thoughts in a letter he and several colleagues sent to California Governor Gavin Newsom, urging him to repeal a statewide mandate that all vehicles sold in the state by 2035 be electric. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, November 1st, brought to you by Rommel AgriFinance. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.